Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Welcome to the third episode of Crime Fighters: The Radical Journey. Our story takes place in Kululaland. Brenda and Jude, two young police officers, are trying to unravel the mystery behind the death of Zora Kasim, a young woman who died carrying out a suicide bomb attack. How did an excellent student from a good family end up becoming a terrorist? The search is still on to find out who masterminded the attack. Jude has decided to go to some popular youth hangouts. He wants to talk to those most likely to be approached by terrorist groups, the young and the unemployed. Will he find more clues to help piece the mystery together? Listen to this new episode called Nobody's Perfect. Oh, hi Brenda. Hi Jude. Zora's friend Patricia came in yesterday while you were out. She didn't really have any new information though. I'm going to go to a place called Ziggy's later today. It's one of the youth hangouts I was talking about. Oh, good. How about you? How's your visit to the prison? Any leads? I interviewed two women. One was Zora's age. She has two kids. She was very sad and angry after her husband was killed. So, when Scambo and his terror group offered to help her, she was very grateful to them. The second girl was younger. Only about 15. 15? Unbelievable. The horror she's seen. How did she end up in this situation? She told me some masked men came to the house one night. The family was just about to go to sleep. They were completely taken by surprise when these brutal men burst in on them. Who is it? Out of the way, you old fool. <sighs> Check the house. Bring everybody you find in here to the sitting room. I'll do that. What do you want? Please, I beg you, take anything you want, but leave me and my family alone. <laughs> what do you think you can give me? Uh, please, please. You too. Come with me. Please, please. What have we done to you? Shut <laughs> up. They're all here. So, this is your wife? Yes. Anna? Is this your only daughter? Yes, sir. Please, I beg you, leave them out of this. Take the girl to the car. We are leaving. Oh, Come on. Get off me. No, oh, please, get I beg you. They killed her father in cold blood. She says she can still hear her mother's screams. Did she say who her kidnappers were? All she remembers is being kidnapped and taken away by terrorists. Everything after that is a blank. She was found by some students near the university, lying on the ground, delirious, wearing a bomb belt. What a terrible story. Good afternoon. What can I get you to drink? I'd like a lemonade, please. Hey, Jude! Jude! <laughs> I thought it was you. <laughs> Bobo, how are you? I haven't seen you since high school. <laughs> ah, I never thought I'd say it, but I kind of miss school. Hmm. Those were the days. A lot has happened since then, though. 
You've been to university and everything. Uh, please, uh, take a seat. I'll join you. Bartender, I'll have what he's having. Okay. So that's two glasses of lemonade? Lemonade? Uh, Jude, <laughs> Jude, too much sugar isn't good for us. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, So, what brings you here? I've never seen you in this place before. Are you a regular here? 24-7. You'll always find me at Ziggy's. There you go. Thank you. Enjoy. Tell me, I heard you were shortlisted for the police force interview. Did you get in? Mm, nah, I didn't. How about you, Bobo? What are you doing now? Hmm. I've been searching for a job, but no luck. The thing is, I am in serious need of cash. I have a big debt I need to pay off. Hmm. Things are really difficult these days. I blame the government and those greedy politicians for everything. Kululaland has a long coastline and so many resources. This country is a natural economic hub. Why is this government incapable of providing job opportunities for young people? Huh? You know, I think every government is somehow a reflection of the people. So if you have a government that's basically a privileged few ripping everyone off, what does that say about the voters? Oh, come on, my friend. The people know what they are doing. And they are ready to take to the streets if they don't like the way they are being treated. Young people are starting to take matters into their own hands. And their actions are going to shock this government. What do you mean? Jude, you have no idea what's really going on in this country, do you? I see you've got a lot of catching up to do. Young people are tired and angry. And now we are doing something about it. Why don't you come over and join us tomorrow evening? Most of the group will be there, and you and I will be able to talk properly. Tomorrow evening... Yeah, okay, I'll be there. Inspector Brenda, what happened? I just saw your message. Commissioner, sir, good afternoon. The anti-terror squad working on the bomb blast here at police headquarters arrested some suspected terrorists last night. I hope you didn't call me here to tell me something I already know. No, sir. There's more. The team invited me to listen in on the interrogation which started this morning. One of the suspects said some things you might want to hear for yourself. He's still in the interrogation room. If you'd like to follow me. But of course, let's go. Let's go. He only agreed to talk after striking a deal with the anti-terror squad to get a smaller penalty. But he's being very cooperative now. So, Mr. Eric Mudu, this is Police Commissioner Cletus. Uh, hello? You were telling me about the man who recruited you? Yes, Inspector. He's a banker working with the Drawfox Financial Company. This banker, what's his name? Uh, his name is Marga. At least that's what everybody calls him. What kind of work do you do for him? Uh, we carry out attacks on police stations and government property. What kind of weapons do you use? And how do you get them? Uh, it, it depends. Some of us use guns. Some have worn bomb belts and carried out suicide attacks. But he only gives us the guns just before each attack. What do you mean it depends? Depends on what? 
And what do you mean by some of us? There are different groups. Some of us live in the community and nobody suspects us. So we carry out the silent attacks. It's mostly the others, the ones who live in the training camps, who do the suicide bombings. How much does this MAGA guy pay you? Uh, he gave me 800,000 the last time. Where does he get that kind of money and the weapons? He gets help from his friends. They're very well connected. Does he also work with Scambo, the warlord? Yes. Tell the commissioner who these well-connected friends are, Mr. Mudu. Uh, I know of two members of the regional assembly. I don't know their names. We call them house members. Then there's a commissioner, uh, the commissioner of finance, Honorable Kasim, and some other politicians. Honorable Kasim? Yes, sir. And that's the end of today's episode. Jude suspects that his old classmate Bobo has fallen in with bad company and he intends to find out more. New evidence also appears to link Zora's father, Honorable Kasim, with a terrorist group. The same group the police suspect was behind Zora's attack. But the big question is, even if Honorable Kasim really is linked to the third sages, how did Zora come into the picture? Join us next time so we can try and piece together what's going on. In the meantime, you can visit our website, dw.com slash crimefighters, or join us for a discussion on Facebook. Take care and goodbye.